It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. In the aftermath of Winnipeg's training camp, what did we learn? Well, the Jets might not be fueled by much right now, but they've got lots of heart and an upcoming crop of prospects who have all of the personality and off-ice loveliness that you'd want from a future Jets leadership group. We'll dive into all of this and so much more on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so, of course, is always free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. Now, like I said, tonight's episode, we're going to be focusing on a couple of things. Uh, the first one, let's talk about, you know, the Jets um, tr- uh, training camp and some major takeaways that we've had from what was actually a pretty solid outing for Winnipeg's youngsters. Uh, I think, look, I you know, I'm not going to say that you should read too much into this. Training camp is just a, a place where you stretch your legs, you get some drills underway, and you get a first look at some of Winnipeg's really exciting youngsters and prospects. But all of that said, I think that there are some very interesting early things that came out. We've talked about a few of them, but let's kind of recap one of the biggest ones. I think off the ice, this is probably going to be one of the most likable and easy to root for groups of players the Jets have ever had. Uh, whether it's McGordy, uh, Barlow, you know, some of the other guys, Neaton, 
um, and uh, you know a, a number of other prospects and players who were taking extra time to stick around and meet fans. I know Milich was for sure as well. Just a genuinely really fun group of players. Um, and I think Winnipeg has also done a really close job uh, of really selling the narrative of like a burgeoning brotherhood, you know, guys that you want to root for that get along. But even, even if the Jets weren't selling that narrative, I kind of feel like this group of players just has the vibes. I think Winnipeg drafted very carefully in terms of personality archetypes. Uh, you can, you can really see it in their interactions and the way that they talk about one another. There's already an early sense of camaraderie. The guys seem really close. Uh, and that's just a really positive thing to see. You know, should it be the only defining trait of how you draft? No, of course not. You still got to get really good players. But I think the Jets have made a very good selection in that they didn't just draft players for, you know, personality and vibes. They also got guys who are just pretty darn good prospects in their own right. Um, Barlow, of course, in camp showed off a venomous shot, especially that one-timer. Um, McGrory has really improved. I think one thing that immediately stood out to me in some of the footage is that his overall stride seems to be smoother and stronger. Now, I'm not going to say that he's going to be the kind of guy who's going to blow by opponents and um, beat out uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one engagements with speed. I don't think that's McGrory's game, and I don't really know that it really matters. I think the biggest thing for Rutger is just getting up to NHL caliber speed, even if it's just like average skating. I really don't think he needs to have like Nikolai Ehlers edge work to be really good. Rutger, I think, is one of those guys who's going to live down low. I think he's a super smart player. You get the sense that, generally speaking, he just knows how to um, get the puck to the most dangerous areas. And I really feel like once he starts hitting the pro level, we're going to see more and more of that. He will probably go back to college for one more year and then turn pro. But after that, I really think we're going to see a very good player. It's clear that um, Barb, who's been doing his skating coaching, has done a fantastic job so far compared to where his stride was uh, when it started, which was kind of slow, heavy, choppy, not very graceful. You know, he's really, really come a long way. So I'm very excited about him. I think he's one of my most anticipated prospects. He's also one of the guys that I think is immediately labeled as a future captain, and it's really hard not to see why. I mean, the dude is lovable. He's got a great personality. He interfaces with the fans well. You know, he was sticking around chatting with kids to the point where he was like um, dripping with sweat after practice and was still hanging out for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, signing autographs, meeting the fans. He just has this personality that immediately grabs you in and makes you want to root for him. And that, for me, is the sign of a really fun player. You know, you might say, well, what is his projection as an NHLer? And actually, it's looking really freaking good. I mean, this dude has just done nothing but really improve his game. And he's grown a lot since going to Michigan. I feel like, for me, he is not just a, you know, a personal favorite prospect, but quite honestly, if you ranked him as number one in Winnipeg's entire system, I really think that'd be a pretty fair reflection of what you've got. Rucker just seemingly has all of the, the traits to be not only a fan favorite, but somebody who's also going to be a leader on the ice. So I'm pretty excited about him. I think he's a name to really watch out for. Uh, a couple of other guys that I thought were really worth spotlighting. Now, Jibberkov, I think, had a really impressive camp. It's clear almost immediately that compared to some of the other kids, He's been playing pro hockey, and he has an elite pro-level mentality already. I thought that his 
you know, little shifts in footage that I was able to catch. You, you saw some of his deception, his speed, his really skilled edge work, his passing and vision. He seems like he's going to have a very good time with the Moose to the point where I kind of wonder if he doesn't actually just make the Jets out of camp. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily going to happen. Um, I don't know that Winnipeg's going to have a spot for him. But let's just say that he does really well with the Moose. It would not shock me if Jabrikov might actually get promoted to the Jets some at some point during the season because there's going to be injuries. You know it's going to happen. And maybe Jabrikov is closer than we think. You know, already we've seen some really uh, elite level pro instincts. So it's just a level of, or it's just a question of how much is that going to translate once he gets to the Moose. I also thought Danny Zilkin also really showed off well. Zilkin, um, He's got the compete, the fire, and he's also got a, a lot of underrated skill and great edge work to marry it with uh, a ruthlessness now down low and an ability to be a defensive pest. So I'm very excited about him. I think he's one of the players that really will start to grow on people and also has the potential to become a fan favorite. One other name that I've mentioned before that you probably want to circle is uh, Elias Salamonson. I thought that he had a very solid camp. You know, he's a strong two-way defender with smooth skating, great vision and passing, and I think his ability to break out with the puck is going to be something that the Jets very much rely upon in the future. I know some of you have probably had the chance to actually go to training camps. I'm jealous of you. Let me know what you saw and what really stood out to you. What was your biggest takeaway? Drop them in the comments below or at my social medias, at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Obviously, though, we've got some more topics, and one of them is going to be maybe not the most exciting, uh, not the happiest of news, but also kind of, you know, it's just a reality the Jets are going to have to deal with in trying to trademark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck. We'll dive into what is complicated with the trade market in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at FanDuel. Take your first sweat at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right, just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. A lot of you are probably Jays fans. Sorry, I'm an O's fan. Uh, don't hate me. Um, but obviously, if you were a, a very big Vlad fan, maybe you want to bet on the number of homers he's going to hit this year. Maybe you want to bet on the number of uh, all-star relievers that are going to head out to the all-star game. Maybe you want to cast a bet on who you think is going to win the World Series. No matter what you want to bet on, you can do it with FanDuel all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly because who doesn't love a little bit of instant gratification? There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. 
Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everydayers, thank you so much for rejoining us on tonight's episode of Locked On Jets as we are diving into, of course, Winnipeg's offseason and some things that have changed a little bit around the league. I think one of the biggest things Winnipeg is currently contending with is the fact that the market for Shifley and Hellebuck really isn't looking too great. Um, whether it's just free agent extensions or in the trade market itself, both Mark and Connor have faced a, a bit of an uphill battle. We just saw Alex Debrinkit get traded for Dominic Kubalik, um, like some sort of a 2024 first. I think that might have actually been conditional and another lower round pick. Basically, you got spare parts for Debrinkit, who's a really good young player and somebody that honestly, had he been interested in signing with the Jets, I would not have been upset with taking a flyer on. Uh, was it going to happen? No. But in terms of what it says about the trade market for Shifley, I think, if anything, it's starting to show why the Jets have really been not aggressively pursuing it and, and seemingly cooled off on the whole, we need to make moves this summer. If this market is that grim and it's just not looking like teams are willing to give up much in the way for especially a rental, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily begrudge the Jets for wanting to be patient. Now, it does kind of start to, to narrow the timeline down a little bit, and it also makes me wonder... What is their long-term plan with Mark and Connor? I think both Helly and Shifley are kind of at the age where I don't know that they necessarily fit Winnipeg's immediate competitive future, but say, you know, the, the free agent market is looking slim, right? Helly wants a huge contract that he's not going to get because Sorokin just got, you know, a good deal less than what Connor Hellebuck was asking for. Shifley is looking at a term that's probably not going to be, you know, six or seven years he might have to settle for, you know, a shorter term contract under five years. Is that something he'd be willing to sign? I really have no idea. My guess is probably not, but it might also be really hard to get a big deal. It seems like teams are getting a bit smarter, at least a little bit, with some of the um, early to late 30s contracts that they hand out. You don't see as many like massive deals getting, you know, strewn about. We just saw Duchesne have to sign with the Dallas Stars after getting bought out just very early on into his Nashville deal, which I think is a good sign that, you know, teams might be reevaluating how they're doing some of these uh, really big extensions. So Shifley, I think, has a bit of an uphill battle, which is crazy to say because he's a super talented center. And it's very clear that when Shifley's on, the dude is on. Like, make no mistake, Shifley can be a game-breaking presence. It's just a question of whether you have him motivated at 100%. And it's not always that case. When he's on, you know, and he's feeling like he buys into everything, again, he's unstoppable. But, you know, you're just not really sure how much uh, on the same page he is with the coaching staff and with the front office this year. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not Shifley's agent. I don't talk to him. So we'll see if he's kind of coming around to the idea of what the Jets are doing. Maybe this prospect camp is going to change some hearts and minds. I really don't know. Would I be averse to signing both of them with a slightly bit of uh, or a slight bit of term? Not necessarily. I think if Hellebuck and Shifley came back on, I don't know, four-year deals or something, that's not bad. Actually, I'd be okay with that. Um, you know, the impact of losing both is already hard enough to stomach. And like the fan side of me, whether it makes sense asset-wise, the fan side would have a very hard time watching both of them leave, even if I know it's for the best. 
Ellie especially. Shifley, I'm more okay with departing, but Hellebuck, um, I have a particularly soft spot for. So we'll see how it pans out. I don't really know what Winnipeg's plan is, but obviously I think the next few weeks the Jets are going to be patient. They're going to kind of wait for preseason to roll around and maybe start to make some determinations about how they structure this team going forward after that. But we did see that Kevin Weeks tweeted something yesterday about Hellebuck maybe being the next goalie on the move. When Weeks tweets something like that, it usually means that he's heard something. So maybe there is more smoke where there's, or maybe there's fire where there's some smoke, but um, he hasn't said anything since. So I don't know if it means New Jersey's calling, if there's a trade that's close. Hasn't really been very clear, but let's just hope that if he does get traded, that the Jets don't get robbed blind because that would really be unfortunate for a guy who quite honestly has been our team's MVP for several years in the running. But I think the biggest question now is with all of this being said, what's next for the Jets? We'll dive into a couple of major questions heading into Winnipeg's upcoming next few weeks of the offseason and whether the Jets might be done with free agency. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for rejoining us for these final thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Jets, we are heading into, uh, I guess, the backstretch of the offseason, relatively speaking. You know, we're starting to get towards August, uh, September, and as you roll into these months, I know it's just the start of July, but I promise you it's going to happen a lot faster than you think. And with that, you know, Winnipeg is going to find itself with a couple of questions. Uh, the first, I guess, is who's going to be captain? I mean, I feel like we already know it's going to be like one of um, Lowry or Morrissey, I can't really see anyone else really being a candidate, but maybe they surprise us. Uh, leadership aside, though, I guess I kind of wonder what the lines are going to look like for the upcoming season. We talked about some potential combos on previous episodes. I know that it's been uh, controversial at times. Some people were happy with the lines. Some of them were really upset. Uh, I know one person was not happy that I had Lowry as a fourth-line center, even though I don't really feel like that's actually an insult. I feel like... <laughs> You put Lowry as your 4C, you have like a really good top nine that just rolls through opponents offensively. You have Lowry as your pulverizing fourth. I think you start to see why that 2017-2018 team clicked the way it did. And you could do it again with this group. But overall, you know, I guess uh, for me, I kind of wonder if the Jets are done with free agency. Winnipeg really didn't make a ton of big signings. They brought back guys that I thought are really worth re-signing. I think Nemesnikov coming back is good. I think Brassois as your backup is very solid. Uh, is he going to be like uh, the kind of guy that's going to supplant Hellebuck? Probably not to the degree that, you know, he becomes like an elite starter or anything like that. 
But a guy who could potentially eat, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 games a season, maybe more like 20 this year, I think that would be very helpful. It is kind of interesting that he briefly talked about load management as being something that uh, could be really important for Hellebuck this year. I know that in the past, the Jets have really ridden Helly almost into the ground. Maybe that's going to change this year. I don't know what Winnipeg is necessarily planning in terms of their goaltending tandem or if, in fact, they're really thinking Hellebuck is going to be gone soon. Either way, you know, the Jets have, I, I would say, added enough depth in areas to be competent, but I don't know if we're really seeing much in the way of major signings that I think are, are going to boost this team. It really feels like the Dubois trade was kind of their big play of the offseason, and then if, Sh- if Shifley and Hellebuck got big returns, that's when they were willing to make another splash. But so far, not really seeing it, and maybe the depressed free agent market is actually playing into Winnipeg's hands if they're planning to reapproach Shifley and Hellebuck with some sort of an extension offer. But I don't know. It feels weird because I feel like the Jets accomplished what they needed to accomplish, but I'm still not feeling like it's quite there for me yet. I think this team needs a couple of changes, uh, especially on the back end. The defense, I really feel like, is mostly there. But if they add more puck-moving ability, I think this team could be a lot more fun in, in the upcoming season. We all know that Bonus has actually talked about, you know, at the very start of his his Jets tenure, aggression from the blue line. And as the season wore on last year, he kind of got away from that, maybe realizing that this Jets blue line doesn't really have the foot speed and finesse to kind of do that stuff, especially with like passing, skating under pressure, all of that stuff. But the Jets certainly have some prospects that I think could make the jump. Uh, There are some, you know, potential trades that they could make. Sanheim, maybe if he'd be willing to waive whatever trade protection he has, if he wants to come to Winnipeg, I don't know. I really don't, I, I don't speak for him, but you know, certainly coming back to Manitoba probably wouldn't be the worst for him. Otherwise he gets stuck in Philadelphia and based on some of the comments and stuff from the front office, I'm not sure I would want to hang around there much longer if I was him. Seems like they're maybe not the happiest with him. So a lot for the Jets to stew on, but so far, I mean, the offseason's been pretty vibey, I would say. Winnipeg did what it needed to, got a big trade return for, for Dubois. Actually, very clearly the best trade of the offseason so far. I think the Jets kind of hit it out of the uh, out of the ballpark based on the other trades that we're seeing, which, you know, when the deal actually broke anyways, it kind of seemed like the Jets did really well. But especially with some of the other trades that have happened, the Dubois one is going to age really well with time. So, Overall, I think the Jets have done a good job. It's just kind of shoring up a few other things and uh, really preparing the blue line for the future that I think could set up the Jets for long-term success. But let me know what you think the Jets need to do over the next few weeks. Give me your list of maybe two or three items for the Jets to tick off in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's episode, though, that is all the time that we have. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day every day. We will see you back here tomorrow with more off-season coverage and maybe even some trade talk. Thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.